Welcome back to Kiss Me Fat Boy, episode uno tres. That's 13 for you non-Spanish speakers. I am your host, Giovanni, and that is the host, Ray. Ray, what's good? What's going on, fatties? All right, I'm going to give the disclaimer real quick. You as a listener are deciding if this is a conversation or a confrontation regarding the topics we address on this episode. So... What's the big news, Dio? <laughs> I feel like I have an idea of what it is, but because I was seeing Zach, and I think I saw yours too, because I refollowed you. So follow me back, bitch. I will, um, I will, I will. Let's do it. So what's the big news? <clears throat> big drum roll, please. Brrr, which also sounds like a gat. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So, okay, so. <clears throat> I told you last year that Zach and I had a full year to really kind of just narrow down where we wanted to move next, right? Obviously, outside of Memphis. Um, and we played with a couple of cities and stuff like that in regards to, you know, where potentially new home could be. You know, we still plan to keep the house here that we have in Memphis. Uh, you know, it's just it's too good of a price to give up. One, two, I feel like people just need to stop selling and holding on to shit. I'm not going to lie to you. Just keeping it real. That's just us. Uh, plus, you know, because Zach's also from Memphis, I also want him to be able to feel like he can come back whenever he feels like it. And there'd be like no issue in regards to like where he can sleep and lay his head at and all that good shit. So <clears throat> we were, we've been playing around, like I said, with, with different cities, Dallas, Atlanta, Chicago, you know, uh, even thought about maybe Pittsburgh and just different shit like that. Right. So a lot of our like signs, so to speak, have been kind of pointing us in the direction of Chicago. Um, you know, <laughs> we went <clears throat> we went last year twice, had a lot of fun. You know, there was a, uh, a couple there that just like really gravitated to us and kind of showed us around. Like we, we didn't meet them from any, you know, any place prior until we, we stepped foot on Chicago soil and they were very nice and very hospitable and stuff. And, you know, like I... I'm very scared of bigger cities than like Dallas, right? Just because cost of living, you know, public transit relying, uh, sorry, relying on public transit uh, and just different stuff of that nature. But to be honest with you, like I had just been kind of like, you know, kind of coming to terms with, with the following and, and being, you know, telling myself that, Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, wherever we move, it's going to be a hustle. You see what I'm saying? So like, I would rather be at a place that's going to benefit not only Zach, but myself. Zach needs friends. Zach needs to be able to have his um, social side be able to come out when he's hosting, you know, uh, dinners or just having like a wine night or just something to like really just social uh, socialize with other people. You know, that's what he really requires. He's a socializer by nature. So I want to be able to sit there and invest in that possibility for him just as much as he wants to invest in the possibility for me in regards to having sports and just having um, a group of friends and just doing shit that I really want to see. Uh, more on the physical side, you know, like rugby, gym, and just, you know, just different ventures of that nature. You know, I even really want to do like those, you know, horror cons and shit like that, you know, and they're not going to bring this shit to Memphis ever. So I might as well be in the bigger cities where I have the opportunity to do that. Right. So um, this is the reason why I was a little, I was a little slight, a little slight um, <laughs> is because of the fact that we were playing with numbers. Okay. We were playing with numbers in the sense because, like, unfortunately, well, unfortunately, but slash fortunately, the thing about moving and all that stuff and relocating is you have to really assess a budget. You have to assess what are you going to have to come up with, right? So the reality of it is we're probably going to have to come up with about 100 grand 
to move to Chicago to put as a down payment um, for a house that we want that's going to accommodate our requirements and needs and all that stuff. And the good thing about it, though, my guy, is that we have one third of that already saved. So that's fantastic. So like I told Zach and we this is like we kind of have, have like those little heart to heart moments and stuff. Another reason why I was slate um, is the fact that we had to look at each other and say, yo, like we are about to have to hustle like we've never hustled before. And what I mean by that is the content. We rely on the content to be like our, our, our moving funds and all that stuff without having to dip into our personal, you know, but we're going to have to like take this shit to a whole new fucking level because I used Memphis as a rehab for me to be able to elevate and get to where I should respectfully, you know? Mm-hmm. Now the next city is going to have to be something that that is is for both of us. Can't be just for one of us. Which and is Chicago, have, right? That's what you're ultimately saying? Yeah, basically, ultimately Chicago is very high on the list right now. You know, of course, at this moment, I'm putting that energy out there. I'm trying to put as much energy out there positively. Um, you know, as like a little recap, not to sit there and get like into a super long drawn story. <clears throat> you know, ever since, you know, uh, Ray and I had our falling out, you know, temporarily and stuff. And I went to back to, and I went to Canada, did my rugby thing, and I came back. I really kind of came with a little bit more of a positive outlook in the sense of if I really want to see shit out there, I got to put the energy that, that, that matches it. My, my words and my actions have to now match. Now, I'm not saying that I won't cuss you motherfuckers out when you get out of line, but I'm going to ignore a lot of y'all now. Now, Gross. this mess... Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, baby it, steps. Right. You know, like, instead of pulling out the gap, I'm just going to sit there and chit chat first. So, anyways, <clears throat> um, well, congrats yeah. on deciding that you guys are going to officially going to move. So, what's going to happen with Zach's job then? Um, so that's the thing about it, though, is I kind of brought you up in the in the mix in the sense of like how he has to kind of hustle. Like I told him about your, you know, uh, your job. And, you know, when you originally, you know, were brought on that you basically were so um, you were so worthy that they had to create a, new, a whole new spot for you. So like I told Zach, I said, I'm going to need you to do like Ray did and, and basically make himself so an asset. Yeah, you know? exactly. You make yourself such, an asset. Yeah. Such an asset to they will have to create something for you that doesn't exist or bend to your one accommodation to keep you. You know what I'm saying? Add the extra so, head count. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, <clears> that's <throat> what we're going to do right now. Like, we're not, like I said, we're not giving up the Memphis place. We're going to keep this place. We're also going to have to hustle this place out, too. You know, we're going to sit there and see what we need to do to kind of like, uh, we're not, we, we can't do Airbnbs here. And I also don't want to do Airbnbs because let me tell you right now, yeah. um, people are pieces of shit. And well, guys, would, it looks like I'm moving to Memphis. I have a home now. <laughs> um, the if you want to come take over, come on over. <laughs> no, but uh, but you know, like the thing about those, we're also gonna you know do what we gotta do to basically get this place rented out by corporations, yeah. where we do a contract with them to where we're liable to sit there and and get that funds that covers like the other half of the rent in Chicago. So yeah. we're just gonna be like, I'm not gonna lie to you, like the way that this hustle plan strategy is gonna be in the mix. I'm looking about probably two to three years of hustle, 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 but. Not saying that we won't meet it first. It's just that for the first three years, I'm just gonna be hustling, hustling, hustling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this means my work. This means Zach's work. This just means damn the that whole and pole gonna be wear out. <laughs> but you know oh, what? Shit. Though in 32 years, it's still so. Who said saying, that? Who said that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Where they do that at? You know, Uncle Clifford. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> you um, know, but um, yeah. but no, like I'm super excited because, like I said. I, I told Zach, I think we owe ourselves this moment in time right now, prior mm-hmm. to his birthday, you know, this upcoming Thursday, to really look and say, 
we need to keep promises that we keep to ourselves because if we don't, then we're just spitting hot fire for nothing. And then we're just going to be one of those people who just live on pipe dreams. You know what I'm saying? So we just, we got to sit there and keep forth this energy and we got to keep pressing forward. We know it's going to be a lot of hard work, but at the end of the day, what is it? You know, whether it's Chicago, yeah. whether it's Atlanta, Dallas, whatever the fuck it's at, it's, it's required. So yeah. might as well do something that's going to elevate us to a status that we've never seen before, you know? Yes. That's good. And what okay. about you, friend? How was your weekend? Mine was good. I went to visit a good friend of mine in San Antonio. It was a day trip. Uh, just caught up. And yeah, then before that, I had my uh, therapy session. So I'm back in therapy officially. Woohoo! Um, which went really well. Um, I'm really excited because I pretty much scouted her out, vetted her out. I was just, and on the first search too, she's a person of color. She is in the community and she has about 10, I think 15, I think it's like 12 to 15 years of experience in this. And I just, when I saw her profile, read it all, saw her picture, everything, it was just kind of like love at first sight. And that was like, that's my therapist. That's the one that I choose. She is the one that's going to take me to the next level. So, and then we had the session originally was supposed to be next week, but then something happened um, with, there was like a conflict with the scheduling. So she ended up pushing me to this Saturday, which I was really excited about because I really needed it. I was uh, fucking holding on by a fucking thread, but I'm good now. Um, yeah, so it all fucking worked out. I'm so excited. I have not been this excited about something in a really long time. So I am really excited about Ray goes to therapy. So that's amazing. Yeah, and you very, know what? And we had talked about this on a couple episodes in regards to therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like that is, it's not a, oh shit, this, this man is like, no. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you just need an unbiased opinion, you know, for a, for a direction, for a fresher take on directions. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Which, you know, got me to thinking, cause we've been talking um, since then, even before then, we were kind of playing with the next topics we were going to take. Mm -hmm. So we didn't know exactly what order it was going to be in. But then a lot of what's going on really inspired me to kind of say, you know what, let's just go ahead and just talk about this topic. And more so because in therapy, I'm learning to um, we're pulling back the layers. She's helping me. I forgot what system it was but it's like a famous philosopher or i'm not okay. too sure who it is but she's using some systematic way of learning like my wants and needs and everything out of a partner um so that's what i'm working on and uh we talked about um cheating <clears throat> and you know for a really long time um well i was telling her that a lot of my relationships have been easy to walk away because not i mean easy in the sense of like i don't deal with cheating I don't deal with any form of cheating. I feel like there's two types of cheating, right? It is the stepping out and then it is the actual physical cheating. I've learned to differentiate between the two because it's important to, because not everybody thinks like me, you know, not everybody moves like me and everybody's situation is unique when it comes to some form of cheating. Yeah. And I've, and I, I, you know, I told my um, therapist, I was like, you know, it's been really hard for me because I feel like I'm the last monogamous gay man in, on this planet. Well, I say that, right? But there's, it's not true. But no, I just feel like my belief system is just, it's starting to fall apart because I'm starting to realize that I may be chasing a fantasy because 
having, excuse me, having love, like mm-hmm. real love is just, it's not found. It's built. You know what I mean? Like anything in life, like you, you know, whether you're achieving any type of, like I said before, like a, a fitness goal, a work goal, whatever, like it's work to get in, work to stay in. And I think it's really important that we all, well, for me, it's important for me to kind of dive in and peel back my belief system that I'm currently in because I feel like I really am chasing a fantasy, especially even after my whole last relationship fiasco where it really bled into deception, him lying, him cheating, you know, and, you know, when I talk about it, I get, I get triggered all over again. It really strikes a chord in me. Like, it's just, it it just, I don't, there's something about fucking cheating that just does not sit well with me. Now, I also want to say that in the past podcast, I've talked about myself cheating. Mm -hmm. I did cheat. Um, I did cheat on my second love. I was about 21, 22, I think. Um, We were together for the first year and I stepped out on him, but I literally told him the next day and gave him the opportunity to choose to stay with me or exit, right? And, you know, that took time, but we got back together. You know, he ultimately chose to forgive me. And then I think the next time after that, I was with the most recent one, but I was just tying up loose ends and we were breaking up like every other week, if not every other day. So technically I wasn't cheating on him. I was just, we were... We weren't sure about each other because he was so damaged from his past. And I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you're this is crazy. This is insane. We're going back and forth. I'm not dealing with this bullshit no more. And then one of my friends, you know, who is now one of my sneaky links of a really long time. I haven't seen him in a while. But um, yeah, so he kind of came in and then that's when that started. So I wouldn't technically consider it cheating because we we were so off and on breaking up, fighting, toxic <clears throat> shit. You know what I mean? So I oh, wouldn't yeah. really constitute that as cheating. But no, I um I've had I've been on the other side of the coin as being a cheater. Um, so I don't know. It just it really got me thinking. Me and Joe have several conversations. So we thought, you know, like let's just go ahead um and just address it. So, you know, like Gio, you are polyamorous, right? I am monogamous. Um, well, yeah, you you're technically you're polyamorous, you're not open, right? Uh, I just want to be sure. So, no, because you can you can love more than one person, and technically, you and Zach at some point do want to add a third, right? You can just say yes or no because I'm gonna have to I'm gonna ask the topic, and then we can go <laughs> off. So, like I told you, like like a short little summary. Like last year, Zach and I had a conversation. You know, I woke up one day and I was very terrified on how to have the conversation with him, right? Because I yeah. was like, how do I tell my significant other that it's not that they are not fulfilling my desires, my needs, or my wants? It's just that I feel like I'm bigger than just one person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we had the conversation, and I think because we, you know, had been together for almost three years at that point, it was mm-hmm. just one of those things where I think he just knew how important it was for me because it, I'd never stopped planning to love him and then move on to somebody else or whatever, right? It was just more of, like, the direction of, hey, you know what, Zach? Like, I love you, but I also have a lot more love to give, and I really want to sit there and see what that means specifically. And that's the part where he understood so with that being said um i told him what that meant for me and i said look i said i just kind of want somebody else to be very affectionate with like it's not even about the sex it's just like about the emotional the mental and the physical you know 
Um, and like the so you physical- guys started off open then, right? Did you open yeah. the relationship? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because now y'all are diving into being polyamorous, right? Yeah. So like the first, um, the first ninety days of a relationship, we were very much closed off, just him and I. And then you know we we were in St. Louis, and you know there was damn problems. ninety days. <laughs> I know the world right? record for you. <laughs> no, but you, again, but again, but again, doing long distance, right? Like that's yeah, just yeah, the, yeah. that's that's what people don't realize. Like yeah. Um. So we were at St. Louis. We we're in a parking lot uh, at JJ's Playhouse that no longer exists in St. Louis, and we were there for a rugby tournament. And I remember Zach turned around to me and said, "Hey, I don't know if I can do this." And I was like, "Oh shit, man, this man's gonna break up with me, right?" He was like, I just don't know if I can, and you know, be open. He was just like, I just, I've been thinking about it, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, we've been talking about this for 90 days, kind of a little hot and heavy. Um, so just kind of give me some time to like, you know, again, again, um, excuse me, almost choked on my saliva there. Um, to give me a moment to like, you know, process what, what's going on here, you know? Um, so I ended up saying, all right, cool. Like, I just need to take this back in the chest or whatever, right? So long story short, later on that night, we ended up meeting this little guy that we ended up hitting off with and stuff. Zach and I were very much like all over him. We were just kind of like hot and heavy on him. And I looked at Zach and I was like starting to get nervous because, you know, the whole Daniel situation. I was like, look, I'm not trying to manipulate into a situation. Are you sure you want this? Like, I got hella fucking nervous, right? And he was like, no, no, no. He's like, it's okay. He's like, and I said, he's like, do you want to take him? I was like, look, this is, I'm going to leave everything on you because at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, I want this shit to fall back on you, not me, you know? Oh, um, yeah. No, for, but that's for real. Like, yeah, I, didn't no, no, mind, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't mind it. I just didn't want to have what I agreed to be used against me again. So, not with him, but with, with you know, with Daniel. Because yeah. when Daniel and I ended up having a fucking three-way the next day, this man woke up saying, mm-hmm. he, you know what I'm saying? Like, And I was like, You no. forced me. You did yeah, this. No, I remember. Man, and I was like, Yo, you were part of this. He's a fucking sh- toxic person. I remember that. I was telling you. I was like, no, fuck him. Yeah. He's and so, a grown-ass man. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> right. But I was like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we took the guy home. It was a very... Uh, it was a very uh, not so good experience. The guy wasn't ready, cleaned out wise. It was. It was oh it, my god! Yeah, you no. just had to put that out there. I did. And, that, <laughs> and just so we know, just just because I kind of want to promote this too. Yeah. Next topic for next episode is gonna be sex and prepping. So yeah. we are gonna get a full blown session of how to properly prep from Geo's eyes for sex, aka bottoming. But anyways, that's going to be for next episode, but just kind of you guys get a snippet into what's what's to come. But yeah, okay, no. Okay, so you guys did not have a good experience, right, with your first time. So we can get more into it, but which brings me to the topic when it comes to cheating, because I feel like, do you think that cheating is a social construct? Like, do you think that we as humans made that up? Because you... Now, going from being open to polyamorous, right? Uh-huh. Cheating kind of doesn't exist in your world because you guys are so open. It's a, it's a matter of, a, hey, a phone call. Hey, babe, I, I'm interested in this guy. Is it cool? Or like, I'm just letting you know, giving you a heads up. I don't know, like, the conversation like you guys have, right? Or the verbiage. But like, I feel like being in therapy now, I feel like we as a human race have really constricted the boundaries of what a relationship is and what it's not right so i think that's where cheating comes into play because it's kind of like it's kind of man-made you know what i mean like you know they oh they could someone could always argue be like oh the bible well that was made by a person so it's still man-made you know what i mean human human if you will you know just to be inclusive right it it was made it, it was made up by human humans right this different testaments so technically like 
we're all wired differently, but I mm -hmm. feel like society really <clears throat> has pushed this I'm social construct social construct on us mm -hmm. that cheating is not forgivable or okay because I'm realizing that now because now in therapy, I'm like, hmm, can I maybe now at 34 forgive my partner for stepping out or cheating? So like, I don't know. What do you think? Do you feel like cheating is a real thing? Like is, and can we move past it or forgive Um, for you? I will tell you this right now. Um, at the end of the day, cheating is cheating to whoever sets the boundaries. And there are rules and regulations in which each relationship is set to follow. Now, what I will tell you before continuing is that I do believe a lot of people have default settings from previous people that they look up to while growing up. Or and, prob and it's been, probably heteronormities too. Yeah, a lot you, of it from is. From the movies that we see, right? Like, Absolutely. Oh my God, I can never forgive. Like, you know, we're movie people, so we, we've we seen the romance, yeah. the love stories, the love at first sight. So we're kind of conditioned to be like, you're not because you're different, right? You've gone on a different journey and you've opened your mind. Mm -hmm. But for me, I feel like sometimes those heteronormities have bled into my brain and maybe not even so much from TV, but what I've seen from around me, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've been a little bit jaded by it. But yeah, go ahead, continue. Yeah, like I think at the end of the day, you know, a lot of us get our source of information or like, you know, idols or looking up to in regards yeah. to those kind of things from either family, friends or for social media, not social media, I'm sorry, like music or movies or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people tend to look at other people for like success or fail in their relationship to kind of mimic or avoid, right? So, yeah. you know, a lot of our parents, like, you know, our parents look up to their grandparents, I'm sorry, their, their parents, which are our grandparents in regards to, well, you know, my mom and dad have been together for 50 plus years, 60 years, 80, whatever, right? And they look for that type of uh, longevity to be something that they uh, aspire to find themselves. The thing about time is that time changes, people change. Yes. Um, you allow more information to be uh, included, uh, to be able to kind of be picked up, whether it's an article, whether it's a book, whether it's, you know, other people to talk to and kind of pick their brain or whatever, right? Because information comes from all sorts of places. Um, I think that a lot of people, uh, I'm actually willing to bet money, uh, if for some reason, if social media existed out through all existence, I think that a lot of our, our grandparents and people before them's relationship would have really actually met the test of time. Because, you know, like back in the, in the uh, you know, back in the, the day days, right? You know, like the, the men would sit there and write to their women and they'd sit there and like have these letters that like, you know, went for like months apart or whatever, right? And like, you know, God knows how long it took for them to get their mail when they, you know, got sent or whatever. It definitely wasn't no fucking three to five business days. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like the thing about it was just not knowing what's around you is really going to prohibit you from actually experiencing those opportunities. So now that you have social media in the palm of the hand, like you are bound to connection with anybody. Yep. Like in an instant moment, whether, you know, whether it's in gay world, straight world, you know, non-binary world, whether it's in gender fluid world, whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? Like it exists in regard, in, in any regard that you want it to be. Yes. Um, so to kind of continue where, where I'm, was, I was answering is that for me, it's not that cheating doesn't exist in my world. It's just that I was... You know, just like everybody else, I didn't have relationships, you know, in in uh, in high school where with with other men. Um, I knew I was gay. I think I think a lot of us kind of 
lied to herself and said we were bisexual. You know, I wasn't. I just thought she said something. You know, I, li- I, I, I ain't lied. never been in pussy. I ain't been in pussy since I came out. Well, what you mean? Yeah, no, but you know, like I kind of lied and as that default, like to kind of ease into the fact. Yeah, was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I find women beautiful. To be honest, you, I actually might be having sex with a woman this week. That's a whole different story. We'll talk about that later. Um, oh, shit. Right? Yeah, because there's, there's actually this bisexual couple that wants to come film and whatever. And so I was like, fuck it. You know, like if she's down, she's, you know. Anyways, um, so like for me, I always kind of knew that. I maybe I was a little bit different in the sense of just one type of person, but mm-hmm. I had to come to terms with that dating single people, I'm sorry, singular people. So like, you know, when I was with Brooks, our relationship wasn't that far off in advance for me to experience or like the, to kind of have that opportunity, you know, then boom, fast forward far. We weren't that together that long, but you know, even him and I, I felt like even if we would have got together, our, our um, relationship would became open. And then of course, what's the other white boy I dated? Uh, I don't know. Ginger, ginger number one. <laughs> I forgot his name. Uh, you know, we were together for like six months and then, you know, we just, we just realized that we were just two different. Um, op- oh, his name is um, Dalton. There we go. That white boy. Um, and you know, we just kind of, mm. we kind of grew apart or whatever. And then a boom comes, here comes Daniel. But this is where I think for me that when Daniel came into the picture, this is where you really learned about yes, because This uh, really fucking mm, broke you. Yeah. Because to be honest with you, like I was in love with that man. I wanted to marry that man. I wanted to have fucking kids with this man. I wanted oh. to have every single thing that you possibly Fuck him, but yeah, of, <laughs> that you could <laughs> possibly think of, but the one kind of like monster under the bed, at least in our relationship, was me and my desire for other men. Not because sexually we weren't satisfying. It's just that I felt like there was more to just sex than one person. And like when everything was said and done, you know, when the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, you know, finally said in, I still wanted to continue life with him. I wanted to have those kids, get married, you know, all that good shit. But to him, it was, what the fuck? Why would I want to be with somebody who wants to be with other men? I should be enough, yada, yada, yada. And I will tell you right now, I now as a 32-year-old man know that when this following statement comes out of anybody's fucking mouth, it's the warning sign of a manipulator. If you loved me, I would be enough. One. Two. If you loved me, you wouldn't do this. And three. If you loved me, insert whatever the fuck you want there. Because let me tell you right now, at the end of the day, if someone loves you, you don't use that love against them. Now, I'm not saying that that statement specifically covers cheaters in the sense of, oh, well, you know, no, 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 no. It's just that some people will use that tactic in a very negative way. Now, love, I think love is different for everybody for a reason. I think about it. When you walk across the street and you're like going to your favorite, you know, uh, store or you're, you know, getting, you know, to your car, or whatever, you run into people that have different hair color, different finger length, you know, different heights, different weights, different um, um, speaking patterns, different languages, all that stuff. So why is it that we have to stick to one setting when it comes to love or relationships? I think that that's really what fucks us up as society is that we will follow suit everybody else in the sense of what they deem as a healthy relationship that's not what it is i think a lot of people if they actually just stop being um what's the word if they stop being told that somehow their 
wanting too much or if, um, you know, this is not feasible or or whatever fucking response they give to people in the sense for liking what they like or wanting to venture or try what they want. Like, no, 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 no. Because if someone, okay, I, this, I'm going to turn the manipulation on to the manipulator. If you truly love me, that means you get to accept the right, the wrong, the indifferent, the trial and error of me. Because our point of a relationship yeah. is to grow forward. If you yeah. are going to keep me at a standstill, we are going to be stagnant, which means that we are forever going to be in this fucking place that you will not let me progress from. So at the end of the day, like, like I said, but again, everybody has different laws and, and, and regulations on what they seem or don't uh, seem fit for them. And that's okay. But this is where communication comes into play. And that's the reason why I think right now, even in the hetero world, like, I think it was like seven years ago, they talked about like the marriage, you know, um, rate has been declining significantly, right? Because people aren't immediately just rushing up against, sorry, rushing up against another person to get hitched and all that other shit because they now yeah. have what? Options. Yeah. You know, what you won't do, the next <laughs> bitch will. And, and y'all you know, go with that bitch, then fuck mm, them, fuck him and her, fuck you and her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, um, but yeah, no, I, you're definitely right. Like, I just feel like, Ugh, it's really hard. Like, I feel like I'm not saying y'all have it easy, but uh -huh. I feel like y'all have it a little bit easier than we do because the way your mind is wired, the way you are meant to just be with more than one partner, mm -hmm. right? You have so much love to give so much, um, you know, your options, you're, you kind of just can be out there, but for people who just want one person and one person only. So I definitely agree with the whole, if you love me, I'm enough. If you love me, um, whatever. Right. Yeah. I feel like that is, I, that is manipulation mm -hmm. because you cannot sit there and tell somebody you just, th that whole concept of changing someone, listen, that doesn't work. That I don't care what anyone says. No, you should never want to change. Yeah, they you don't should, want to change. You should they never. Yeah, you should never want to change somebody. You should want to help elevate somebody. That's what I'm learning now at 32. Like my desire for more than one partner does not stem sexually. I'm not gonna lie to you. I told this to Zach, and I even told this to the guy that I told you that we're talking to. I told you that my desire is to give exactly what that man in the kitchen who thinks I can't hear him making something to eat. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> I want to give him the unconditional love and support and the push that I was able to get from him, not knowing ever that this existed because I never had a healthy relationship. I had to go through yeah. trial and error. You see what I'm saying? Like, I remember the one of the last things that Daniel left on my billboard when he wrote before he left my apartment was that he says, I, I goes, I know that I wasn't an, um, I know I didn't have a lot to give you the only thing that I have to give you give you was my love. I hope that whatever you're looking for, you find. And I remember that stunned the shit out of me for like months. I never took it down, you know. Um, I think it did. Yeah. I took I didn't take it down for like two years or whatever. Anyways, but oh at the God. end of the day, though, like it it stuck. It stuck. It stuck. It stood with me. But that's the thing about it, though, is it's like that's what I want to do. I want to be the mentor. I want to be the person who's rooting for you. I want to be Zach's cheerleader. I want to be somebody else's cheerleader. I want to sit there and see what the fuck we can take on that is not society expected. Because at the end of the day, this is what I'm tired of people doing. I'm tired of people fucking butting into other people's business. Like, for real. Like, what I choose to do with whomever is not your fucking worry. 
Like, bitch, as long as we're paying taxes, as long as we're not, you know, out there fucking killing people, out there selling drugs to kids, or any of that stupid bullshit that, you know, most of the time that you hear hetero people doing, I'm not saying that, you know, some some queer people aren't out there committing those crimes, but at the end of the day, they make us seem like we're the fucking monsters and the vultures and like the monsters under the bed and we need to be put down or whatever because of our wants and desires and because that we're open and honest about our communication. Think about this shit. And I told this to somebody. Name one motherfucking documentary that they have on queer people that indicate that we are in fact fucking touching these children or grooming people for relationships while they're underage. Name one motherfucking document because it doesn't exist. You want to know who it does yeah. exist for? It exists for nothing but the motherfucking hetero people. Those fucking little church cults and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. There's a plethora that. of those motherfucking things. Think about that. Seriously. They don't have any fucking evidence. And you think that they'd sit there and would love to create that shit for us, but they don't got a pot to piss in. So all it's he say, she say, Bible says. Fuck you and the Bible, bitch. Because at the end of the day, that shit, if you're really using it to like, you know, to hurt somebody or harm somebody's like everyday life that's not affecting you by any means, man, you can suck a big ass dick. But also the thing about it though is that you also have to really come to terms with what you may or may not want in a relationship. Like you and I have we've had this conversation. You want a monogamous relationship. That's what you are, I'm yes. assuming that's that's your default setting. You see what I'm saying? Like my default setting isn't the same, and that's okay. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to find whatever you want with whomever, and I want you to get what that is. Because, again, like, you know, you're 34, I'm 32. We are starting to realize more and more what we don't want easier than what we do want. Because, again, that should be subject to change as we're getting older. I'm actually a little bit bendy on certain things now because as long as you and I vibe, as long as you treat my significant other right, as long as we're all getting along and the energy and just like the chemistry is fucking, you know, like then bring it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, as a monogamous gay, gay man, I just feel like it's It's tough out here because no, it is a lot. I feel like we have it a lot tougher now. It used to not monogamy? be that way, right? Like monogamy. Yes, monogamy. No, yeah, monogamy is yeah, just really options. tough out here. It's options. Yeah, because there's so many mm-hmm. options, and it's just so quick to walk away from something and let it just go away, right? No one wants to fight anymore. Nobody wants to court. Nobody wants to do any of those things because it's so easy just to fucking walk away. Mm-hmm. And I just, and you know, another thing too is that. A lot of times people think that because you're not chasing them, you're not thirsty, you're not just like constantly calling, texting, blowing them the fuck up. You're not into them. That's another thing, too, where it's like, oh, they fucking around on another person. Me, me, too. Like, listen, I'm not the best when I'm talking to someone where I'm going to pursue you heavily like that. Like, I'm the type of person where I kind of wait for that person to reach out to me because it's just who I've always been. I don't know why. But my mind just kind of works. Oh, if they they want to, they'll reach out. If mm-hmm. they want to talk to me, they'll reach out. And but you also do like, realize that that kind of way too is a little bit manipulative too. No, I was literally just about mm-hmm. to say that, right? And it's a two way street. Like oh, I should yeah. be also reaching out and doing the work. And I have. I've gotten a lot fucking better. I hear them when they tell me. But it's just because I just have a thing with thirst, right? Like I have mm-hmm. a thing with like even on my social media, like you won't find me really commenting on people like that. I'll rarely like a fucking pick. And it's just because like, I don't know, man, like I really don't get down like that. Like, Hey, it's cool. I mean, I like people's pictures, but they got to be my friends. 
sometimes I'll see like a random person who I do follow who I don't really like um, verbally like speak to like we don't really like associate we're just social media friends right yeah. which are a lot of them not even I'm not gonna even say some a lot of them are like I'll like their picture be like oh look they're having a great day or oh look they're feeling themselves I'm gonna gas them up and like their pick or whatever right like but very rare like dude like my dms are so fucking dry wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> what I mean dry is I don't respond to a lot of shit because I don't know like I'm just not that person where it's like, yo, what's up? Or, hey, how's your... I'll, t- I'll do, like, a little small talk, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, if they're trying to slide, nah. Nah. Especially if I'm talking to someone. So, like, you know, another thing, too. I'm going to take this opportunity. I would like for Gio here to attest to the fact that I am not a person who likes to juggle multiple people. Mm-mm. Very Mm-mm. rarely have I ever done something like that, right? It's been special cases that maybe down the line we can talk about. <laughs> but I am just the type of person who is like, I, I like to give what I want back. So I like to put out what I want back. Mm-hmm. So I'm not someone who's going to be juggling multiple people. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Am I single? Hell yeah. Right. Like I am single. I am not exclusive with anyone. You know, there have been no kind of I just want to make that very fucking clear. But what I choose to do and who I'm speaking with and what I'm saying is my word. Mm -hmm. And I'm the type of person that I don't go around telling people I just love them or I care for them or nothing. No. If I tell you some shit like that, bro, it's because I really fucking feel it. Yeah. And I, I just don't. I just wanted to take this opportunity uh-huh. to clear that the fuck up because, you know, me, well, because, you know, before this, um, you know, I just got called a cold-hearted person who doesn't really believe in giving second chances or someone who, dude, like, it's not that if it no longer serves me because I don't connect or talk to people based on what they give me it's based on how they make me feel so if you're trying to make me if you're trying to gaslight me if you're trying to make me um feel like i'm belittling myself or i don't have no self-worth or i'm questioning my confidence or anything like that you got to go i'm sorry i don't play that like you know there was this one little boy who you know i let play with me like that but nah you ain't gonna be playing in my mouth listen play spades play monopoly but what you not finna do is fucking play with me not for long so anyways (laughs) no so i just i don't know like it's really fucking hard out here because i see a lot of fucking shit going on like a lot of cheating a lot of just bullshit like even with my sister's gonna kill me you know she's kind of going through something similar no one cheated i just want to be very clear no one cheated but she's struggling right now because she had an issue way back when that kind of um, tested their relationship. I'm not going to get specifically in it because she will shoot both me and you, even though you're not <laughs> talking about it. Mm. My sister very down like that. But anyways, so, you know, where it tested their relationship. And even now, I want to say about three, maybe four years later, it's still rocky. Me and my sister had a heart to heart. I want to say last week where we were crying on the phone because I told her, like, that man loves you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he loves you so much. There's nobody else out there for him. Like, I know that you guys went through with what you went through. Sorry, I don't want to get like, it's just me and my sister are very strong individuals. And we have been really done wrong, even though we are strong fucking people. And we are fucking emotional gangsters. She's a physical gangster. But 
let me tell you, like, it is fucking hard out here because I trust no one. <clears throat> and I and I hate saying that, but because I've been done so fucking wrong. When my sister now has a man, not a perfect man, but a man that is trying, that has changed, changed behavior, elevating, growing, showing, showing up. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, he is doing all the things he needs to do to get there. My sister still to this day, it fucks with her. And it fucks with me too, because I know exactly what she's going through. She's, she self-sabotages so much because she knows that like, sometimes for her, it's, it's unreal because she's done a lot of stuff in her past. So sometimes she may feel like she doesn't deserve it, but she does. She fucking deserves it, bro. And sometimes she's just waiting for the other shoe to drop. But I tell her and I reassured her when we were crying on the phone. I was like, bro, like. Sorry, you got to stop. Like, we have to stop because we are pushing away people who really want to give us it. They're just not perfect people bro they're not but that's why i'm going back to therapy because it's so fucking hard bro that i will push anybody that looks like the smallest of a red flag six flags at that i'm being funny while I'm <laughs> fucking tearing up like away because i don't play that bro i don't play about me i step behind me a hundred fucking percent because i let these men think that they could step for me mm -hmm. a long time ago and they won't they fucking won't, bro. They won't. They won't show up for me. So I got to show up for myself. So that's why I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with. And I just, it's it's hard. It's so hard. It is so hard out here because what I'm looking for is like a fucking lightning in a bottle. What I'm looking for is so fucking rare. I want my soul on fire. And I want my person to just, like, there's nothing or no one that can come in between us. No matter who comes around, no matter how many fine dudes they may see or they may comment on, between what me and him have, can't be shaked. No one can infiltrate that. No one can come in and fuck with that. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking for. And that's why I say it's really hard because the cheating has really been imprinted in me where I just, I can't overlook it anymore. So now it's fucking with my belief system because now I'm like, I'm chasing a fucking fantasy because I feel like it's it's not attainable because people are going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. Yeah. Right? There's a difference between <clears throat> mistakes and patterns. And I have to learn. I've learned to differentiate. But when it comes to cheating, Gio, I just can't do it. That's why I think it's so harder for monogamous men. I'm speaking from a gay man, monogamous gay men. For us, it's really hard out here because that's what I want. I want something where I will go through. I swear mm. to God, bro, I will go through and I will lift you up. I will help you with your resume. I will support you financially, mentally. I will do all, but what I'm not finna do, what I'm not about to do is let a man go out and play with me, play in my mouth and cheat on me. It's just not finna happen. It's well, not. Let me ask you a quick question. Actually, let me ask you three series of questions, okay? <clears throat> yeah. First question is, who in your family gave you the inspiration behind a healthy relationship that you, when you became an adult, wanted to mimic, or my gr my grandmother, okay. my grandmother, okay. my grandmother, my grandfather. They had, 
you know, I was like on mm -hmm. the last leg of their relationship. So I didn't see the beginning parts, right? Mm -hmm. Like the fundamentals and the building blocks and everything that came to be them. But my grandmother, because she was the matriarch. Mm -hmm. she, shit, she was the matriarch and the patriarch of our family. <laughs> she ran everything. Okay. You know, she wasn't the neck. She was the neck and the head. So her, I emulate a lot of that. But mm -hmm. she was, I mean, we spoke about my grandmother. My grandmother was very toxic and mm -hmm. she was very, um, manipulative. Oh. Manipulative. She could be too. Now she was. Mm. She she could be a verbal abuser. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But that part of it, I didn't want to take. I just wanted the part of the love that she had with my grandfather, where it was just this this love story. This no matter how crazy she was, what she did, how she did it, he never. He was still there. Yeah. He, no. he would. You know, like no matter what happened, mm -hmm. he was still there. He showed up for her and. He loved her unconditionally up until the day that he died. Like he, yeah. there's nothing or no one out there for her. Like that's, that, that's where I get it. And then the bad side of it where I will not tolerate any of the bullshit. Like I will go mm -hmm. through every fucking man, man in the state of Texas before <laughs> I allow somebody, allow myself to be with somebody after they cheated. I just cannot fucking do it. I, I swear to God, I go through all these motherfucking men. I swear to God. On my nephew's eyes, I will do that. But that that comes from my mom. That comes from my mom. Because my mom is such a giving, old-school, traditional woman. And she is just the most loving, nurturing woman I've ever met. And yeah. she gave my dad everything. And she gave my stepdad everything. And they didn't always deserve her, especially my dad. Especially my dad. And, you know, my mom would tell me stories how, like, he was cheating. They had just got married and he was cheating on her, like talking on the phone with other bitches and doing all these things and just like, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And there's other people I'm just not going to call them out that I've kind of taken from in my family, but I'm not that's I'm using my mom because my mom is well past that. Right. Yeah. Um, and they're in a whole different place. This was like 30 something <laughs> years ago. So she just put up with a lot from both of my my dad's. And my stepdad's reformed. He's totally different. He's not who he used to be. He was an alcoholic and he was even on drugs. So then, you know, his, his mind was in a different place. But her, she kind of, I fused both my mom and my grandmother and then you get me. Mm -hmm. But I'm like them, but I'm more so like my grandmother in the sense of I will not bend to the will of a cheater. Bro, you, once you do that, I, you don't have a leg to stand on with me. Like right. it's over. It's over. All right. But that's why I, I, I that's why with, that's why I, I feel like that's why I'm such good friends with you and why we became so close because you have created, oh, excuse me, you have created this space. You've taken your life and you've said, you know what? You've kicked down every society's normity that they've created and conditioned us to and you kicked it down and said no i don't gotta abide by that mm -hmm. i wish i could be that way I, it's not that i'm conditioned this way it's how i'm wired like i swear to god if i could say you know what like even with the the the, the last one right when yeah. he stepped out or whatever i did try i won't lie to you guys i'm not gonna sit here and act like oh i don't his was more of a step out thing so what happened was is he met this guy allegedly while he was walking our dog and they just became friends and they started talking. He was also going through some relationship issues and they were leaning on each other. So it was more, more of an emotional affair. When I caught it the day before my motherfucking birthday and he was going to go out and take our motherfucking dog on a walk with him, um, that's when I confronted him and I found out. 
And I was like, yo, what the fuck? And you know, that same day I let it go. I said, you know what? It's cool. Nothing happened. I'm going to get over it. They, like they, he swore up and down, like nothing happened. I'm pretty sure there were some text messages, whatever. I asked him if he wanted to show me. He said, no, he had already deleted it. And I was like, okay, cool. You know what? I trust you. I'm going to trust what you said. And I'm yeah. just going to keep it pushing. You know what I mean? So that happened. But from that day forward, that was the demise of our relationship because I, I allowed that man to play with me and say, I thought that I was mature enough to say, you know what? It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. Hell no, nah, I went on a spiral. I was getting drunk, belligerently mm-hmm. drunk, going off on him, had the cops called on me twice, um, going off on somebody in the parking lot. I think it was going off on a cop because I was suppressing the fact that this man played with me. I am so strong in that. I believe so fucking hard that it was coming out of my body. It was just, I just can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I, I don't know what it is. I just can't. So that's another reason why I'm back in therapy because I am so triggered by cheating. I'm so triggered by cheating. Mm-hmm. Well, let me and, ask you a quick question. Yeah. Um. So let me see. All right, so kind of piggyback up uh, off the first question. So the second question is, okay, since you used oh boy um, as your 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 secondary uh, uh, example, so let me ask you a question: Do you think that relationships like the ones that you're trying to acquire would be different if your upbringing had more? Uh, let me see. I don't, how how would you word it? Like. I guess more like would would you think that you'd still have the same like look outlook on on uh, relationship status if your family members were a little bit more fluid, like where you got to be introduced to you know <clears throat> not just one thea but two theas from one uncle. You see what I'm saying? Like where that kind of stuff was like, oh okay, cool. You see what I'm saying? Like where it wasn't just one partner or one person in their life or whatever, right? Um, yeah. Because again, like like I said, you you had your grandparents to look up to in regards to what you wanted in an established healthy relationship. But yeah. now that now that you now that now I'm saying that recently, but like you also realize you have been a gay man for probably over a decade too, almost or three, maybe who knows? Sure. I don't know. I've been a gay man since I came out the womb. I've been known. I've been playing with Barbies. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but but what I'm saying is like at the end of the day, you knew that you were different from what other people around you. Yeah you know, we're moving and shaking. So in that same breath, did you ever stop to wonder what a relationship meant for you as a gay man, not a hetero man? No, you know, that's real. I didn't, I, no, I couldn't. Like for a long time, I couldn't Mm -hmm. differentiate. I was just like, you know, I never thought of my wedding. I'm I'm not one of those gays, right? But I don't know. Like I just, no, I haven't. I just took from like, so I, now I realize why a lot of parents, Mm -hmm. when they're divorcing, or they're separating or something, they keep it away from the children because I I understand it now. Because I would hear like a lot of my tias go through a lot of bullshit with their husbands, whether they wanted to leave them because they were alcoholics or they were on drugs or something. And then it would just bleed into our head where it's like, you can't find a man who slightly drinks too much or even hits like marijuana. That was imprinted on me now. Cause mm-hmm. now it's like, I have to be on the lookout for those, right? Those are indicators like this is a, this is not the guy for you. This is a fuck boy, a fuck man, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you will. Right. So like, I couldn't know. So now I understand why parents, when they want to be unified, right. 
they want to be able to be like, okay, this is what we're doing. We still love y'all. I don't want to bad mouth your dad. I don't mm-hmm. want to do none of that. Like it is so fucking important because you're shaping the minds of these little guys. Mm-hmm. You really are. Like they don't realize it, but you really are. And they shaped my mind. Like even when you, even when you're doing good, mm-hmm. like we have this fantasy, like with my grandmother, like I'm just like her, her marriage was like untouchable, but because I did that because she showed me but then there's on the other side of it is like my mom or anyone else that was in my life that was close to me whether it was cousins or theas or whoever right older cousins whatever like then i heard this story and that story and this and they shaped my mind and then here i am a little gay boy and i'm starting to realize oh i like men and oh this guy's cute oh but no like my thea said this or my cousin said that or my stepsister said this or Whatever. You know what I mean? So now it's like all these things are going on. And I just the only thing I have to compare to is these iconic women in my life mm-hmm. who are going through this, these ups and downs with these men who don't deserve them ultimately. Right. Because that's what they're showing, because that's all they like. That's another thing, too. Like you guys, when you're having conversations around your children, like I'm not telling you how to parent. I swear to God, I'm not. But I'm just speaking from my point of view, from my lenses, my optics is you have to be careful because we listen. We ear hustle like a motherfucker. That's why with my sisters, they'll be like, hey, get out of here. You're in grown folks' business. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but they still they still ear hustling. They do. And I'm just like, damn. Like, they're picking up on all of this. But my sisters do a really good job about showing them what a strong <clears throat> woman is. Like, what it needs to be. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to stop you right there. So mm-hmm. I was having this conversation with Zach. I want to say the night before or the day before. This is where I think the parents need to kind of fall the fuck back on. There is, because like I told Zach, right now we have the huge, the biggest problem that I think that we've ever really faced because everything is so political in in the news, right? Mm -hmm. I think that we need to stop grooming, start grooming. (laughs) That's a horrible word. Uh, I think we need to stop showing kids what love is supposed to look like and let them find out and figure that out for themselves. The reason being is because, okay, it's like those parents who basically raised their kid to have the career that they never had, right? It's no different mm-hmm. from like even the politics side of things. You see what I'm saying? Everybody's telling their child what they should and should not be doing, right? Like, yeah. oh, you know what? Like, you know, the Republicans are horrible people. They're murderers. Or the Democrats are pussies or, or whatever, you know, stupid fucking thing comes out of their mouth. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? No, but for real. But they pick yeah, up okay. on that shit no differently. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, it's for real. The thing about those, I'm, I'm, I think that this is the point where we need to stop telling kids like whether they're, they're the boys, girls, or whatever the fuck they identify as. Again, just let the kids be kids. Like at the end of the day, we need to let them be kids. We need to let them figure out what they are feeling comfortable, what they should want to do when they get older. As long as they're being respectful to whoever it is, whatever gender they identify as, or whoever they seek after, that's what we need to start doing because this is like there's like uh there was a series of videos where it had like this, these little fucking babies or whatever they were like being taught by like their, their kids or whatever or the kids their parents to like yeah you see that chick with the big tits like drool over that and then they take that shit into like you know like to 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 adolescent years you know what i'm saying like where they sit there and they treat women like pieces of fucking meat and they think it's cute because oh there's my son he's being the playboy the tiger the whatever right so yeah. Like, I think that we really need to sit there and take a step back and stop trying to tell our kids who or what they should look after in regards to who they fall in love with or whatever that case may be when it comes to relationships. Because this is where we stop that heteronormative lifestyle where they are allowed to sit there and say, hey, you know what? Maybe monogamy isn't for me. 
Maybe I want to play the field. And yeah, have, I see what you're saying. But as long as they're being honest and upfront about it, that's the reason why a lot of these people go behind other people's back because they don't feel comfortable yeah. telling them when they want to sit there and, and seek somebody else sexually for the night or whatever. That's but the see, the thing is, is that like, no, you need to, when you're getting into it, listen, the thing, the, the, this is relationships, the, I love what you're saying. Yeah. But no, relationships you need are to different. come realized. You need to come at almost fully not, realized but again, it's who not you that are. Easy. No, no, no. But that's no, not I know easy, you though. cannot be that easy, but I'm just simply saying, listen, you people going to break a few hearts. I'm not saying you're not going to break a few hearts. I'm not going to say you're not going to stumble and find your, your way. You're going to, you're going to stumble. Shit's going to fucking happen. Like you're going to hurt a few people. But what I'm saying is that like, I get it. We all grow up. We all evolve into in, into a better version or a different version, right? Depending on how you see it. But the thing is, is that like you have to come realizing that at some point you're going to take the next step with this person. And if you have any inclination, any feeling, any tingle, anything whatsoever, bro. No, no, no. You, I'm going to no, stop you, you right there. You got no, no. to speak I'm going to stop you right Gio, there. No, you no, got no, to speak no, 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 no. You because, have to. No, because that only applies, that entire thing that you just stated only applies to the following. If both people are on the same page, but we have people who are in different fucking books here who claim they understand what they're looking for, and they don't because, again, dating is really just the understanding of what you want. Gio, you always knew no, you wanted to be with more. Yes, no, you did. No, 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 no. Whether, whether with the no, whole Daniel I, situation, no, you knew. But, I, but again, I told you even before No, Daniel. I know, but, but the thing about it, though, is, is it's not for somebody else to tell me. It's for me to realize whenever those terms came to be. So at the end of the day, you need somebody who's going to sit there and look at you and be like, hey, you know what? I understand what you're going through because I was raised to understand that this is also something that exists out there. That's what scares a lot of people out there is because you're right. Because it starts at home. Yes, I know what you're but saying. The but the thing do, is, is that you know what my therapist told me when a woman's up. pregnant, she's not kind of pregnant. She Baby, is but look, pregnant. But you're so also, if but you're, you're kind of exploring the fact that you want to be with more than one person, you need to say something. But period. The, but let me go ahead because I can't clap because I'm holding my microphone. But you need to also understand <laughs> that the partner or people you're going to eventually be are with are different from you for reasons. You see what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, like imagine, imagine if we only understood the color that we love. Like, like my favorite color is black, and your favorite color is what? What's your favorite color? Right. It's actually green. Okay, good. All right. So if you and I, <laughs> uh, so if you and I only knew of the colors that we liked that existed and knew nothing of the other co the color palettes and stuff like that, how would that do us any good when we came into contact with somebody who says, "I my favorite color is yellow." Geo, but it's like saying I'm kind of gay. Need, no, no, no. You but know this, when no. you you want dick more than you want fucking pussy, bro. Like what the fuck? <laughs> no, this is not like a no. This is not like a buffet where you go around though. trying everything, realizing no. what you like and what you, you want. Know why it's not you, easy. you know when no, you know you, you know, want to know why it's not easy for to, for that kind of statement to exist because at the end of the day like this is the reason why daniel and i will never ever exist at least not from his understanding it's that i when i was with him i was shunned to believe that what i wanted was wrong hence the reason why i never opened up my mouth when i was with him so that's the thing about it. I'm saying you need to have the conversation at a young age with these individuals yeah. to, prep, agree with that to prep them yes. to when they come to terms or when they come into face-to-face -face status with an individual who says, hey, again, as an example, like let's sit there and say you meet a guy named Bernard. I don't know why I thought of the name of Bernard, but we're going <laughs> Bernard. Um, I'm real sick of you right now. <laughs> no, what but, the fuck? But oh, no, bro. Like, but you've been, you mean, a while, no, been but, around white people way too long. Sorry, it's time okay, to take a break. You got to come out of Memphis right, real soon. <laughs>
no, we'll go, okay, then we'll go Francisco. Anyways, you know Francisco. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Santiago, okay. Santiago. You know, but we go with some, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you knew what Santiago, you know, you know who he was as a person, and he sits there and says, hey, you know what? Hey, Ray, you know what? To be honest with you, I've been kind of, and you say, hey, you know, are you trying to sit there and say that maybe you're wanting to, to uh, explore a different relationship than what maybe I'm wanting? Oh, wait, you're aware of that? Yeah, I know there's a such thing as polyamory or relationship. All, this is what I'm saying. Like, you give that person the, the level of comfort to breathe comfortably around you to understand that it's okay to come to you with this type of concern because it's, it's labeled a concern because these people are yeah. worried about how the repercussions. No, that's scary, is, though. That's like, if, when you start inviting conversation, you start inviting ideas, yes, thoughts, but, possibilities. But it doesn't. But and that's I, scary, bro. Listen, I've I've had those conversations. I had it with my last relationship mm -hmm. where he was like, okay, so we were talking about. Oh, no, no, no. He wanted to open it. No, no, no. He wanted to open it. Let me ask the last question. Be very I, clear. Let me ask you the last question. Okay, boom. Because I was watching the last bit of this movie last night, and this is, might be like one of those big fucking drop bombs on you. You ready? Yeah. What happens if in the gay world, only the gay world, because the heteros got their own problem and shit, um, what happens in, if the, in the LGBTQ plus community, we were given a purge day? Not to commit murder, oh not to commit murder <laughs> or rape. But murder just, that pussy. That's good. <laughs> um, but no, but one day out of the year where every relationship that, some, nope. no, that had an nope. opportunity to go out there and for, for 12 hours only nope. get to participate. Nope. Do you, just, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, but for real, like if you had 12 hours to participate in something that was outside of your relationship and you got to come back and either talk about nope. it or none, you wouldn't want to participate in it? Listen, they're finna be a purge um, day too, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm gonna go blast them bitches. Okay, what you be, bro? No, but what you see what I'm my saying? Man, bro, I'm rocking your shit. But what Don't I'm saying, my man. no, but nope. I'm saying is that that that's you know I what? Wish so my fucking husband, future boyfriend, <laughs> say some shit like that, boy. No, but I do think that it would do some good for relationships. Nah. I'm not saying all relationships. I know what you're saying. I get it. But we yes. all have a pass, right? A free. No, uh, it's, it's like a hall about, pass. No, it's not even about a hall. It's pass. like a day pass. It's yeah, the hall pass because, once a year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like again, because that kind of nah. no. Let me tell you right now. I like and I, and I promise you. Here you go. No, I'm not even going to put myself in the equation. I'm just saying that most people would be able to sit there and and execute whatever plans they have if they felt like you know what my partner will allow me on this day to go do this fuck it i want to be with this person because this person believes that i'm going to come back and i will so the person that either i choose to fuck or blow or sit there and play hopscotch with naked on this one time of the uh the year or whatever like you know what i'm saying <laughs> like sometimes you just need like a, a, a outlet that's the reason why i'm telling you this is the reason why people cheat is because no you you're don't you're right them. Sex is made to be a fantasy, like a lot. No, of, it's not but, even a fantasy. So, yes, it is. It's to be explorative, to be to explore. That's what sex is meant to be, and we are designed by nature to be social. Men are people. designed by nature people. to procreate. That's I'm gonna find. Oh, this. hold up! Hold wait, wait a minute! Hold up! Hold up, Mr. White Republican! You know, pipe down! Excuse hold up! Me. Wait a minute! Why are you saying men? Do not do that. No, Let's not no, do that. We are no, not about no, to do no, that. No, 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 no. I'm going to Women find... can do that too. No, Let's not I'm do saying. that. Hold no, up, hold up, hold saying. up. I'm, I'm hold not, up. I'm not, hold up. I'm not saying like procreate in the sense of create babies. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I'm going to find this you because we're going to have to have part two about this. I'm not going to lie to you. We're going to have to have part two over this. So also this 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 uh, episode is going to be titled, Ray, you ready for it? Monogamy oh, in this economy. That's what the title is going to be called. Uh, <laughs> but we that's actually know. really good. That's I was I was thinking about the title. <laughs> but we really do need to have a part two. And that part two, I'm going to find this motherfucking video. 
and I'm going to send it to you. And I want you to watch it from start to finish because she is an educated black woman who sits there and states the reason why men aren't meant to be with one person sexually. And it's going to blow your motherfucking mind. I promise you. But no, I, 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 so you're right. I know what you're talking about, mm -hmm. but I just think as we, as humans, we're designed to be social. We're, whether that means networking or it's, or intimate stimulation or meant to anything like that. Trust me, I've read a lot on it. So yes, men are more inclined to want to be stimulated in different areas more than a woman is because she has more of an emotional connection than man does. Mm -hmm. Hence, hence testosterone. And mm -hmm. then, you know, um, what is the hormone for the woman? Oh my God. But yes, the hormone for the woman, I'm drawing a fucking blank. But <laughs> no, yes, so that's why I'm saying I understand what you're saying, but I think that everything is a choice. I really do. Yes and everything no. Everything is a choice. Yes and no. No, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Let it me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. And that's it's same, a choice. Which is, we, again, we got to have a part two on this. All right? All right? And remember, you're the quote man this, this time. So, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, you're right. And I, I, trust me, you know, you know, sometimes choice. I have to sit there. Yeah, everything's choices, right? But some, some certain situations are just like... Again, you can't fight genetics, right? You can't fight things that are passed on to hereditary, right? Like heart disease, you know, kidney failure, all that kind of shit, right? There's some things you can mm -hmm. avoid, but there's just some things you cannot run from, all right? And just like the heteros like to sit there and tell us that we are choosing to be gay, it's not, it's not a functioning response in the way that people who exist who don't really have an option once they're created, um, unless they want to take themselves out the ballpark. That's on them, though. Uh, anyways, um... <laughs> You know, like at the end of the day, like you can't. You, I didn't choose to be Hispanic. I was born okay. Hispanic. No, listen. Okay. Let's no, but I mean, but you know, what I'm saying though is, again, who is to say that polyamory or monogamy or all those type of relationship status aren't necessarily even coded in DNA? You see what I'm saying? No, like, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying is that yes, Joe, you choose to be the way that you want to choose. I, I know that there's some things like being gay. You can't choose that. That's just who you are, right? But, but by love, nature, I'm saying. But I'm saying it's like okay, if that's the same thing, then why can't love also be thrown in that equation? Why can't love be something that's not because you can't choose who you love? No, but you, you can't cannot choose. help who you love. Exactly. You can choose how you can respond to it. Yes. You can choose how you You're can right. react to it. You can you can choose how much of emotions you want to. But who you who you ultimately fall in love with? Has everything to do with it's the not, chemistry, no, the bond. I didn't choose the to connection. Follow. When I fell in love with Daniel head over heels, I didn't choose to fall in love with that man. I happened to. No different from Zach. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like it just happened. It, it just happened. happened. Yeah, I know. Yes. There's some things that are not a choice, but mm -hmm. I feel like the life that we choose, that we choose to live, is a choice. We choose if we want to be rich or not, for the most part. You know what? We, we choose if we want to have a white collar job. We need to or find we a, have... a relationship specialist for the next episode. <laughs> we really do, right? Really yeah. But do. no, I'm just saying they could probably school us both, right? But I could. feel like some things are choices, and I just feel like. I mean, I think that that is. You're probably not wrong in the sense of like this is who you. This is how you're wired, right? Yeah. You can be with more than one person and love more one person. Yeah. If you choose to be an asshole, that's different. But when it comes to like emotions and chemicals and stuff like that, I think it's a little bit different. And I would love to hear what someone would have to say about that. Because let me ask you um, again, like not to say they're trying to stir controversy or anything like that, but that same type of re like response that you told me could be the exact same thing that the heteros sit there and say about the non-binary or the trans people. You see what I'm saying? And they can sit there and say, well, who sit there and say that that's a choice you're not living? 
Yeah, but they're choosing to be themselves, which happens to be, which conflicts with who you like or want them to be because it's not who you want them or like them to yeah. be. You see what I'm no, saying? No, but I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with choosing how you want to be or how you're wired or yeah. how you're designed. I'm not saying any of those things. I want to be very clear. I'm coming from a, I don't judge any walks of life. Mm -hmm. I want to make that very clear. How Geo is is how Geo is. He can love more than one person. I can't. I'm not wired like that. He's wired differently. I just want to let you guys know that it is okay to be, choose, feel, whatever. All those things. I welcome all those things. I'm just saying for me, it's fucking hard out here. From my lenses, it is hard because I am not as progressive. Mm -hmm. I'm very traditional. <clears throat> and what I want is... What happens if your grandma told to you? What happens if your grandma heard this episode and said, Mijo, how about you give love a chance? Girl, it's too late. It's too late, girl. You didn't show me all this bullshit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> First no, but, to me. <laughs> no, just saying, like, you know, because anyways. But no, but for real, though, like, all I'm saying is at the end of the day, though, like, you know, some things are choices. How you choose to treat people are, is, is a choice, right? That's not, yeah. oh, my God, I was on my DNA to be an asshole. No, like, I, I mean, it, but that's that's real, though. But again, like I said, we definitely need to have a part two about this because I feel like Obviously, we were going to have way more time to really have to deal with this. Um, yeah. There's so many. It, this is a very complex subject. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can literally go left, right, left, right, 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 left. It could be like a, a fucking combo kick or whatever, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But you know what we should do? We should, we should sit there and try to find somebody who, who tells us what monogamy or polyamory means to them. And we should be able to read that offline, offline, or out loud next podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, hey, mm -hmm. you know, somebody like, what does a relationship mean to you? Why? do the normal standards of others not apply to you or not even normal standards but like why do the other standards of relationships not apply to you like is you know what i'm saying say, oh you know polyamory is just like you know for me it's jealousy or whatever you know what i'm saying or i don't have i don't have a lot of time to sit there and do all that or whatever you know what i'm saying you got a healthy little input but anyways go right that's it on my end no do we have any announcements wait what are we talking about um well let me see uh god wrap it up <laughs> Boy, we don't wrap it up. We bear back. Anyways, uh <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> He's not lying. He's not lying. Mm -mm. No. Um any announcements? We have any announcements? Oh yes. The only announcement what? is one about Ray that I don't know if he's ready to hear this. What? She's a very freaky girl. <laughs> Stupid. You don't bring home to mama. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cannot fuck with you right now, bro. I just I had a suck in my head earlier. Anyways, you oh, have God. to read the quote. I do have to read the quote. So this quote is kind of on brand of what's going on with me right now. Mm -hmm. So um just my new journey with what I want out of a partner, what I'm looking for love. All right. So the course of true love never did run smooth. Mm. Yeah. Well, with that being said, friend, I did not have an opportunity to say this after, because I didn't want to be rude. I wanted you to have your mm -hmm. moment. But mm -hmm. I do love that you're going back to, 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 to therapy. I love that, you know, whatever doors it opens for you. Sometimes you might have to yes. even revisit old doors, you know what I'm saying, with old yeah. closet room space. But the good thing about it is you at least uh -huh. have We don't do closets. I never <laughs> been in the closet. I ain't going back in. I No, no, no. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, how about a yeah. closet that leads to another closet? It's a never-end closet. I'm just saying. <laughs> that one, that one, it's just like a hallway. <laughs> um, but no, but for real, like, I do want to, like I said, we we learned with the, with the last fallout stuff. I do want to let you know that I do love you. And whatever you need from me to, like, Aww. better help your journey and whatever that Send means me some for money. you. Send me some money, yeah. 
<laughs> Send me that flight money, okay? I'm just kidding. I was going to sit there and say, hey, shit, you know, bitch, if we move to Chicago, it'll be a lot easier. I'm just saying, major hub there. Just saying. Um, wait, wait, what? Major hub wait, 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 in what? Chicago from, from Austin. Major hub? What is that? Like an airport hub. You know, like we're... Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the reason why it's a little bit more expensive in Memphis because they don't really go... Yeah, there's no connecting. It has to be... I mean, there's a connecting. It's not straight. It's not a big airport. Yeah. <sighs> nope. But... All, All right. right, good things to come. Absolutely. Cool. All right, that's it, fatties. We're out. Talk to you later. Adios. Peace, love, and cinema. Bye.